This is the Pints and Pinball Podcast. These guys put the F.U. in fuse and the B.O. in bottle. <laughs> yeah, buddy! <laughs> Time for another Pints and Pinball Podcast brought to you by Maverick and... Knocker Lover. And Pin Backpacker. Flinibus. BJ Silverballs. Let's get this party started. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Take the glass out of your mouth. <laughs> All right, Pin Backpacker, what do we got going on? Well, I think before we uh, before we move into the topics for today, I think we got to hear about what happened after the last episode. Little recap. Oh, Mr. BJ Silverballs. Well, uh, I had a great time. Didn't drink any water. Made it home safely. And then uh, crashed into my garage. <laughs> and if nobody's seen the picture, here you go. Oh. Oh, no, the, you, no, the the greater part of the story is out. the greater part of the story is is you didn't even know you did. No, no, I was aware at the time, <laughs> but I didn't remember until I met you the next turn the other day at the Virginia State Championships, and you're like, "What the fuck happened to your car?" I was like, "Oh." That. Was that a mailbox or was that a, like a small child? No, it was just my garage. Yesterday, it turned into a nine-year-old woman parking <laughs> and <laughs> creased the garage. Mm. Just a smidge. It's okay. It's fun. Black car, yellow garage. Merely a can hardly room. tell. Matt's got some playfield polishing stuff that you can just hit that up and we'd be fine. <laughs> I figure a heat gun and some crayons, I'm good. I'll fill that right in. <laughs> Uh, otherwise, Bid was, recommends just using naphtha on it. it was, that will take uh, care of everything. It was great. <laughs> so, so why were you at the Virginia State Pinball Championships? Well, glad you asked that. I qualified, and uh, how many people dropped out first? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I was uh, was good. I did, didn't have to knock anybody off. Didn't have to poison anybody. Made the list. Uh, we were down in Richmond. It was great. I was uh, crappy weather. Seated. 14th or 5th. I don't know. The seeds changed because a couple people dropped out. Um, but I ended up finishing 10th, so it was pretty good for me. Yeah. It was okay. Got knocked out by a guy from Richmond, which uh, in a nice touch of fate, I gave him a strike in one of our local uh, tournaments because he came up a few weeks later. But, yeah, but uh, was, I thought you were going to say you keyed his car on the way. No, no, no. It was fine. Like no, he was ranked number four. I was pretty happy. Uh, I went toe-to-toe with him and uh, uh, didn't play well on an EM, so that, that kind of screwed me up, but that was good. Now we had uh, Great it's hosted by Taylor Reese, uh, which most people know is uh, his side rail business, Reese Rails. He's a yep. Richmond native and uh, had everyone at his house. And uh, I guess it's a field of 24 for Virginia since we're a super state. Super state. And you're uh, welcome for that because yeah. uh, we do a lot of events in Virginia. Yeah. So uh, it was great. Uh, nice crowd. Uh, really crappy weather. But uh, luckily, I had a limo driver take me down there. <laughs> so I didn't have to worry about it. And uh Think, who, was your, who was your limo driver? Uh, that was me, Mr. Safety. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy with the his car was pretty sketchy when we pulled buff up. Buff and polish on the front bumper. Car yeah. looks awesome, except for that left front corner. No, my my, my trip didn't go nearly as well. I was uh, up three one, and then eventually and lost. Uh, but then I beat somebody in the next round, so I wasn't the last one. Uh, but. Uh, no, t- uh, Taylor has a nice collection. Had a nice mix of like uh, he, had, he had an EM. He had a couple good solids. He had a really nice looking firepower, which was probably the, the nicer ones I've seen. Was it a hard top? Okay, yep. and uh, uh, st- you know, Stern Stars, and then a couple modern games. He had like uh, 
Ghostbusters, Medieval Madness, roller games. So he had a you know a nice mix. He had something from you know almost like every decade, and uh, you know a nice crowd as usual. And uh, it was it moved really quick. Like unlike a lot of tournaments you go to that seem to like go for like four or six nine hours, we were rolling. I mean you know I don't know what it, we didn't stay till the end, but we they were even doing like playouts so people like if you got knocked out like. You played like another round to figure out exactly what position you were in. And uh, it went really quick. I mean, we were, I don't know, what did we start at like 11? No, I think game started at 12. And uh, yeah, we were done by 5.30. Yeah. So it was a, it was a nice event. And um, so thanks, Taylor, for having everyone down. And uh, Richmond finally got to play in their home turf. Normally for the events in Virginia, we usually pull all them up to Nova. So we have a little bit of home field advantage. This time they held it in uh, Richmond, which was really cool. The scene's really building up down there. There's a lot of people. We met a lot of people that sometimes we see come up here, but down there, you know, they have their Richmond collective now. They have guys, a lot of guys have bigger collections. So it was a nice change of pace. Yeah, it was cool. I actually uh, should have taken ninth, but I, uh, he updated the code on Ghostbusters, and now you can't just backhand the right orbit. You've got to hit two switches. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the guy I was playing was like, oh, man, you got me. And I'm like, yeah, I do. He's like... <laughs> I got stay puffed, and I kept backhanding the right orbit, and I was like, God, why is this working? Uh, and after the you know second ball, he's like, uh, you have to have two switches. And I was like, son of So I took 10th. Well, congrats to both of you, and, and good job representing the podcast. So the then who, who, uh, who won the state championship? Uh, actually, Edon. Was it a carpool regular? Edon from my league. And uh, everybody's league. I think yeah, I was going to say, he's also an Ocelot regular. <laughs> and he uh, he also runs the uh, the league at Lost Rhino, actually. He's the SLO there. So, and, yeah, great. And he, and he was the graphic designer for at least the coaster animations on Yes, he did, Oktoberfest. He's uh, looking for a job in uh, the 3D animation field or whatever. And uh, he's in Oktoberfest. And uh, he's become like a really, really great player. Yeah, so congrats to Edon. So, um, moving on... Uh, I guess the big hype this week or what everybody's interested in is Rick and Morty. Um, obviously, we saw a more detailed stream of the game and want to get you guys' thoughts on that. Well, at first, it was awesome that he actually they did that little teaser video before they went on their road trip to Atlanta. So I guess us pinball people actually got a legit look at the game playing. I guess they played for like 10 or 15 minutes or something like that. It was like a leap. You know, something I guess they put it on their Facebook page, weren't expecting it, so that was a great surprise for everybody. And then they went on their, I guess they because they were taking a game to Adult Swim, they actually made a road trip and looked like they drove overnight to get the game down there for Friday for their podcast yeah. show or street or YouTube show. So I guess their morning show. They're in Wisconsin. Yeah. All right. And they drove to Atlanta. Atlanta. That's what I was wondering. And there yeah. was like, meanwhile, there was like a massive like snowstorm in the Midwest and shit like that. I don't think they hit any of the weather, but like Texas people and all were like freaking out. That, and, you know. and Bowen's in like New England. Yeah, Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. He probably, I assume he like flew down or something okay. like that. But yeah, but like, he, I guess he probably rode a moped. Char- the- Charlie and crew went straight down. No, no, Scott Denisi. I don't know. Did anyone read or see why Scott wasn't had there? His, his stunt double there. <laughs> <laughs> Unsure. Just, who, I don't know who that guy was, but I didn't. I only saw. I was only listening to it a little bit, so I didn't really get oh, to see a lot yeah. of it. Okay. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, that's, that's bug. bug. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like nineteen twenty or something like that. It's skinny. Yeah. You know. So, so <laughs> that's what's always disgusting. Skinny, <laughs> short hair, same. All look same. I know Scott. He's taken my sacks on uh, TNA, so I, I, I would have picked him out of the lineup. All of us, truthfully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Much, yeah. Played a few games with Scott. I, I, I love TNA. I need to. 
add it to my Who lineup, doesn't? But, Scott uh, Scott but, sent me a, a sack in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> a Kang sack? Free, free of charge. A Kang sack? Like a yeah. like a legit Kang sack? Yeah. That's what he keeps his No, no, that was that was that's the uh that's the Australian guy. That's Marty who does no, but, the, but the I, Kang or mine came from Scott. Oh. Yeah, so no, your your sack got fondled he's, multiple he's times. Problem, right? like, <laughs> I'm going to show this guy. It smelled like Scott. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it, it, I tell you, Rick and Morty, from what I see, it looks like it plays fast, kind of like TNA. So yeah, that's I definitely that was got the feeling it. I got right away. It was like okay, so TNA kind of uh, like you know just like the things like the signature, like the scoop kickback is like super fast right away. There's no pauses there. Yep. Things I didn't really notice uh, looking at the graphics before, and I've only kind of casually looked at it. I'm not like you know start you know, scared at it. I didn't buy in and stuff like that. So, but like I didn't realize they had those uh, post rubbers above the slingshot, yeah, that or nice. above the pop bumper. So the yeah. pop bumper shots are not all immediately. It's not like Cyclops where like it hits the pop, you know. So now it's at least not all shots are initially off, killing you on the uh, the pop bumper, and they have that Gross. slam save uh, feature. It looked, you know, it was a unique kind of twist. On the game yeah um so slam save super fast uh the the u-turn uh shot looked pretty cool uh it's kind of hard to see on the streams we saw like you know it's all real kind of quick talking but, about the nisi lock 2.0 yeah the horseshoe and uh the lighting around the uh the inserts going up to the uh scoop looked a little interesting like they had some like uh like around i guess it's around the lcd display is that where they were um some cool looking stuff uh I actually, when we were talking about the the upper right flipper mm-hmm. and the shot that you know you make that that inside orbit. Allegedly, you make it. Yeah, I I slowed the the video down to like quarter speed on YouTube just to kind of <laughs> to watch it. Crime but, solvers. Well, CSI <laughs> enhance, enhance, yeah. zoom, enhance. But the I, what closed. I was really surprised by was the the light show. How much happens? Oh yeah, in such a short period of time that you probably don't realize. Um, just playing the game. I mean, there's there's a lot of programming. The light that. show is uh, money on that game. Yeah, all the effects are fantastic. The multi ball start, the jackpot shots, the uh, the one guy that made the super skill shot. That animation. <laughs> Uh, do we want to touch on the elephant in the room, which is the pin side uh, scandalous? Oh my god, the geometry is not good on the oh, shot. No, please, they they haven't even played it. Just whatever. I'm just saying, you know, and five they, minutes of video, and I'm I've, well, I know they already but, said something. Like, I, I've seen the, the Zapruder film, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, telling you. So that's why I slowed that down, right? Because right. I wanted to see what what happened to that ball. Was it the spinner? And I, obviously, I'm not a, a pinball design expert, but it looks like. When when the ball kind of makes that sharp right turn, it's it's zapped the speed out of it by like seventy five percent, you know. And it could have been that spinner that that Scott was talking about, mm-hmm. yeah, misaligned or but whatever. It, but it looked it looked a lot like it's really fast going into that shot, and as soon as it hits that wall, it loses almost all its momentum and makes it hard to make it all the way around. But right. did they take the video down? I'm trying to look at their Facebook feed now, and I don't see that teaser video anymore. Hmm. Am I missing it? Hmm. I'm it's sure the, it's on YouTube. Oh, no, no, here it is. It's, it's, it's just uh, a YouTube link. Look under Grassy Knoll. No, so, I mean, so at that Fake orbit shot, right? So, like, again, I only watched this for, like, 10 minutes before I went somewhere else. I haven't done the, like, it was only the CSI. Video, so. I didn't do the CSI yeah. follow-up and yeah. stuff like that. But, <laughs> you know, it, it definitely, I mean, clearly people are struggling to make the shot. And, you know, without without looking at the rest of the play field and understand where, how they had to fit things, it's hard to say, like, oh, you should have done this. But yeah, uh, it, cl- it clearly it looked to me that like the the radius of the orbit was like uh, it it tightens up really aggressively right. and the point in that it's still within the 
the direct line of fire of the, of the flipper. So the flipper, basically, if you shoot short and you shoot the ball high, you basically go dead into the wall right. rather than having the rail kind of like guide you through. So obviously the right shot is you shoot later, it wraps around. But, you know, in other games, normally like that shoot directly into a wall is kind of like obscured. So like, but this one, it looked like because of the wider opening of the shot, you could shoot the wall. Yeah. And then, of course, that spinner was right there. And I mean, clearly what Scott was saying is, you know, legit about the spinner impacting the play but i still wonder if that shot is is going to be difficult for people because of that uh that change of radius like right within the line of fire so to speak it's it reminded me a bit of like uh the twilight zone lock everyone's used to that reject shot on the lock and that has so much to do with the fact that basically there's a a tight u-turn right in the line of fire of how you shoot the ball and it's obviously a different kind of shape but i felt that was the same kind of you know, physics and play and that, you know, you're going to shoot the side and it's going to bounce instead of like roll with it. So we'll have to see when you can actually get a little more hands on. with. I think spooky will, uh, will tighten the, uh, the left, the left orbit a little bit, move that post over like a quarter inch, change the radius of the curve. And they'll probably do that around game, uh, 90. <laughs> so anybody after, uh, you know, the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s will not have to worry about that. So yeah, I'm okay so with that. So what's, what's your game number, Bob? I'm in the 240 range. Ah, yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm totally fine with that. I think that's just a beta tester hey, thing. Our number is so low, we've been asked not to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good luck with those uh, inner orbit shots. So, so I'm looking at the video now just on my iPad here. And the, the challenge is, is that the orbit or the, uh, the feed that goes to the... Uh, the the garage is basically right behind there so if there's there's lights and stuff behind it so if you need the space for the leds and all there's really like no extra room to like you know make that shot wider so then maybe they tweak the position of the spinner but i think it is what it is hey look at it this way they they completed a game. They're shipping a game that has code that's better than anything Stern advertises in their so like early like videos. so like we said last time, or I and think or at least I did. The having the the show writer on Ooh. staff was phenomenal. Yeah. So yeah, the game looks awesome. The good news is that you know hopefully we'll see some shipping you know in the next week or two and people will be playing it on location. So they so they said they had like what thirty games kind of like in progress or standard pretty completion. much done. I mean, they, had, they had that video from the factory where they went around and there were games that were wrapped up and looked like they were ready to go into a box. So which what happens first, the next Pints and Pinball podcast or the first shipping spooky game? Well, we'll talk about uh, that team, in the uh, retrospective next time. Depends on if we record two today. Mm. Dun dun dun. <laughs> That's, that's a little inside baseball there. <laughs> so, um, okay, yeah, so we're excited. And I guess, um, you know, another good piece of news is that hopefully we'll have one on location here in Northern Virginia in the next week. three to four weeks. Week. <laughs> week. Yeah, week yeah, I mean, nice. if, if How far would you drive to play Rick and Morty? Beer nuts? Oh, geez, I don't know. <laughs> Keep an eye on the pin side pinball map and on pinball map, and then uh, we'll see one here shortly. So uh, you're hearing some eating. You're you have a beer nut filter. Drinking. Yeah, there's no beer nut filter. Um, I want to know if there's a filter from Bees the nuts. smell of this funky drink that that Bob made. <laughs> Bob, can you tell us about this uh, concoction? Well, if you take cheap vodka and you run it through a Brita filter a few times, it basically turns into Tito's. Allegedly, <laughs> that's what I read. So I thought, hey, I'll try it. And 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 then what did you put in it to make it this color? Gasoline. <laughs> you know, it was the, this is after the holiday season, so uh, we got a shitload of pears. I couldn't eat them all. They started to, you know, turn. 
<laughs> so I took a bunch of pears, chopped them up, threw them in, in a food safe bucket <laughs> with rotten socks. No, with all the no. It tastes good. Smells bad. I filtered it through a sock. <laughs> and uh, did you really? No, silly. Because it looks like a dank IPA. It's actually uh, a lot of the pear juice came out of the uh, the vodka. It's it's quite good. <laughs> it's like uh, if you go to a uh, you know like a Vietnamese restaurant and you order some soup that tastes really good but smells like dead fish. It's kind of like that. So you just got to kind of take your mind out of the uh, disconnect your olfactory from your taste buds and just down it. It's good. Bob's dead fish pear vodka. Mm. It is good. It is good. Retrospective topic for next time. <laughs> At least it doesn't require CO2 that we're out of. So so what did this vodka cost? (laughs) 12 bucks a handle. (laughs) Who who will be the next? You sure that wasn't paint thinner? (laughs) No, no. Naphtha does not, uh, it's not good for your liver. This stuff is actually, it's actually. uh, Allegedly. Gwyneth Paltrow said this stuff is actually really, really good for you. You just pour it internally. Uh, How does she take it? Does this make the like vegan? Uh, stay tuned for a message from our sponsors. Up, up. <laughs> you know what a segue from this would be is how we handle games after a few beers. Well, <laughs> I was I was before I dropped. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So uh, so yeah. Let's let's. Uh, we had a funny uh, situation this morning. So <laughs> so knocker lover and I were setting up some games at a new location today, and uh, in addition to some pinball machines, we had a few arcade games. Uh, one of those arcade games is a big buck hunter shooter, which is a giant nasty machine that has a 25 inch tube monitor in it. Very heavy. R- very rugged. Yeah. Very, very rugged. Yeah. <laughs> very, very, very top heavy. So, uh, do not truck from the side. <laughs> <laughs> what side? Did, Any did, side. Did you have a strap on on? No. Yeah. no I don't wear strap-ons around normally, much, but we had no strap-on. But I'm loading games. I make <laughs> You know the appliance dolly I'm talking about. That has the strap-ons. We were using the little co- cheapo dolly. Just mm-hmm. really just wanted to get through it, you know? <laughs> so, that'll that'll yeah. earn you. Yeah. So, so why don't you describe what happened? Um... Well, I, I, I didn't use my words effectively. I think that's really what was happening. But, but it, I, w- I had the hand truck, and you know we were trucking it from the side, and it was on the lift gate. And you know the 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 awkwardness of two people in an arcade on a lift gate. And it, I'm the one manning the hand truck, and Chris has got his hand, I don't know, under the game somehow between the game and the hand truck. And I see it's like leaning kind of to the right, and I was like, oh, it's 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 going off. Is the is the lift gate on the ground or lifted? No, it's lifted. No, it's, oh, it's lifted. It's like, yeah. it's three and a half trying feet to up. get it in the truck, right? <laughs> yeah. And, oh my! Uh, just starts to teeter to the right. So Matt was like, "It's off. The game's going yes, off. It's going off. It's going off." I'm not really talking. Yeah, well. it's going off to the right, and of course, Chris and is like, facing the other direction. Well, He's like, "No, it's stand- not." I was standing on the opposite <laughs> side from where it was was leaning yeah. to. I think it's going left. So I'm just I'm not going to correct Matt. I'm just going to watch it. Fall. And so so. I- Invent material. And Chris points out that I'm about to run into the edge of the of the the top of the truck, right? So he's like, "You got to go down some." <laughs> so I'm looking up at the tr- top to make sure that I can actually get it below. Then I, I lower the thing, and it just goes totally off to the right and just dumps. And we hear this terrible earth shattering glass <laughs> crash. Oh no! Yeah, so we're we're opening the back up. Like, oh, the, the neck is broken. Of course, we we just spent. This is there's a whole nother saga behind this. <laughs> I mean, like it's even worse. 
Because the big bang we, or the so, big buck so, hunter, so nobody finish, wants. Finish this part. I'll come and back and to the piece. But, but um, yeah, we're, we're, our greatest fear was right. The CRT tube neck was busted, and because right. that's what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. So we took the back off and just made sure. And uh, long story short, I think it was the fluorescent tube, the lighting tube. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> the marquee, the marquee. Oh, it's, yeah. it's snowing so, when we're yeah, playing the yeah. game. Yeah. Huh? I, it's hard to breathe for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we stood it up in the truck, or actually, uh, yeah, we yeah. Pow- we powered it on. I brought my extension out cord it. out from the, to the from the garage into the truck, and Jeez. we're playing Big Buck Hunter. And I'm sure my neighbors were like, "What? What's wrong with these guys?" <laughs> So, so it works. It works. It's so got, did, it, did it fall it face down then? Or? It fell face down. There's a big chunk missing out of the side from like hitting the door. It didn't like smash the guns or stuff? Because aren't normally the guns like the on guns the front? Were, yeah, they were definitely in disarray, but but they were not broken. Wow. So. <laughs> we got, and it's on location and people were playing it as we left. Yeah. Very so lucky. That was amazing. This is this is a, a lesson in opera. So uh, quick, quick dive, you know, dive into this. But Pro tip. Pro tip. A, a good friend of mine who's been operating for 20 years, I won't name him. He said, do not ever let people that, you know, your or, or places you're operating games, don't let them dictate what you put there. And, and I was like, yeah. Don't let them pick the games. Don't let them pick the games, basically. I was like, yeah, this is different. It'll be, this, is, this, is, this is different, of course. So one of our locations is, is begging us for this, this big buck hunter game. And uh, so we've been looking for one for four, five months, something like that. And we've always been kind of specul- speculating that, it probably won't go over well there, given the people that, you know, visit that place. The demographics. The demographic. So we had an over-under bet as to how long it would last there. It was like, you know, 30 <laughs> days a week. It lasted... What did the chart look like? Lasted, days, it weeks, four months? hours. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It lasted, it lasted five hours there before somebody complained about wow. it, it being there. So Save the deer. We spent oh like, over $1,000. We drove a couple hours out. You know, we've been looking for one for three months. We we dropped it off at this place. And I got, literally got the text message. I'm sorry, you got to come get this thing. Maybe you shouldn't have put the uh, crossbow edition on location. <laughs> Maybe. It's got guns. I turned, I turned the blood off. I turned the, what they call the big buck girls off. Oh. Oh right? man, big bucks! Yeah, big buck girls. Or whatever. And they cannot lie. They still yeah. in the real world. Your your hamburgers come from cows that willingly just roll over and die. <laughs> they don't get hunted. They don't get slaughtered. Maybe maybe just... I hope you don't hunt cows. Just say <laughs> whatever. Hey, hey, but those, those are happy hamburgers yeah, that's, from California. That's Min- Minnesota, man, they do it all different there. <laughs> Oh, big cow tipper was a lesser sold title that you never really so saw. I'm, I'm so optimistic. big cattle prod is like the next game. <laughs> I'm, I'm optimistic <laughs> that this will be a better experience for Big Buck Hunter, but so far, not not a great one. Yeah, actually, this is a good point. Uh, never buy the butter cabinet for your location games. <laughs> but seriously, though, Very, uh, it's it's beautiful. People yeah. people think these things are you know. Arcade cabinets, pinball games, fine. They're not quite the same, but basically the same thing. So yeah. they're not designed for home use. They're commercial they arcade are. devices. Absolutely. So, uh, your pinball machine, you know, maybe it's a a Waz, maybe it's a NASCAR. It can fall off a truck. It's probably going to be okay. I can so. tell you from firsthand testing experience, <laughs> Monster Bash can fall flat on its back. Yep. Uh, on the he- on the back box. Mm-hmm. So can Next Gen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it can skate around like a hockey puck. It absolutely can, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Metallica does well when di- when dumped off on the side. Yeah. Popeye can roll down a hill. <laughs> Popeye does a barrel big, roll big, good. Big, big Buck Hunter can go totally on its side. Roadshow I mean, can go ass over tit. How about to say, you know, you you like you you know, you're pretty live dangerously, Bob, so. and you're the the environment you move games around then. 
is you know <laughs> is there can, anything you'd like to share with the group uh you know never <laughs> never move games at night by yourself when you're not sober always strap the game well, so and if the it, game gets away from you run <laughs> I think that's odd because can, it's like you, what happens. Every so can you just like leave it there overnight and come back the next morning and like you know, it's like to see what's left? Er, well, it's a, it depends if you're trying to hide a game. <laughs> if you're going to sneak a game to your basement, chances are you might need to haul the carcass closer to the basement. <laughs> uh, you know, but because I mean, I've 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 dropped a game. I've I've seen a game fall, um, but I had never heard of a game. Just rolling. rolling. Oh yeah, I've ended until you're until you told us about uh, Popeye rolled right. Uh, Popeye did it. Yeah, Popeye did a barrel. Roll. How many yeah. rotations? It's like when you talk just about one. a car accident. And people just talk one. about like how many times the car flipped. Yeah. How and many the, times did Roadshow? Flip? Nothing has done anything. Roadshow. Like Roadshow. Roadshow went over at least two turns. But Roadshow went all the way down the hill though, right? Yeah, to the fence. To the fence. <laughs> and then uh, at one in the morning, the fence caught it. I had to, you know. Go go gadget legs, drag it up the hill. <laughs> didn't you get hide your, it in the basement? Didn't you get your tractor out or something? To no, not not for that. Oh, that, that must have been Rich. I bet Rich was telling that story where his tractor had to get involved. No, not no. I used to use the tractor to get games out of my last house basement. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. when anyway, I, when I first started moving games, when we were going to Magfest, right. I remember I was gin- trying to gingerly put things on the truck and you know, move things around. And right, right. You bring, you know, we pull up to your house and you pull your toe tan out and it's like. <laughs> I was like, no, Bob, Bob comes running out with the Harbor Freight cart with like the game up on it, not strapped, nothing, just you know, racing across the cobblestone path, like the paver walk. You know. So the game's like bouncing, it's getting air, bouncing. That's good. I'm like, dude, what are you? What, why? Aren't it's you? a commercial arcade device, dude. That's a totem with Bondo on the side because a forklift went through it. Well, that might influence my decision to move that game that way. <laughs> Just saying, but the, hey, there's no trailer queens in my collection. Nah, but that's a CQ totan. There's no so one. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Plays 100. <laughs> percent That's that's the difference between uh, people that are like you know I've got a trailer queen versus. Uh, this is before I was not proving game. I don't give a shit. Does the game play well? Uh-huh. Yes. Cool. Yeah. It's in my collection. You can't it, put the playfield down with the tilt bob in at the same time, but it plays great. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it puts $60 in your pocket every that's, month. That's right? a different different attitude to have. <laughs> but people that buy uh, games for the looks of the cabinets or whatever, I mean, I have a big collection, and they're all back to back to back to back to back. I'm looking at Maverick's collection here. Yeah, you see you how can, much shine you, there is on them? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but one... one uh, Coin to- boxes are empty, though. One... <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dude, one toddler with a Sharpie in this game, this whole collection goes to shit in a heartbeat. Don't you dare, Bob. I'm just saying. You can't, you know, it's it's all in your perspective. I mean, I'm more yeah, that, of a, That's the beauty of operating Maverick. The games pay for themselves. Yeah, right. No, after you know, it only takes years. <laughs> but uh, they, it takes they a thousand years at 50 50. But, you know, it, they do pay for themselves. And, and every couple of hours, you have to deal with a text from somebody going, it's not level or, you know, crawl under it and screw the nut. Oh, is this game not level? Well, the ball doesn't come out of the. That's, <laughs> so, so speaking of uh, of uh, pinball machines tipping over and things breaking, who's, oh, yeah, right, who's had yeah. what break recently? Uh, <laughs> Never ending list. Yeah, hmm. Jurassic Park. Uh, what's hmm. going on over there? Uh, Jurassic Park LE, uh, the uh, the the million dollar uh, dino mech that's in that thing, <laughs> made of like three thousand parts. 
Um, apparently they forgot to use any sort of Loctite and every single screw comes loose in it and they just start dropping into the playfield in the cabinet. So it starts drooping and slamming into things. So mine had that problem and we found some of the parts in the cabinet and I had to like pull up the schematics and it's, it'd take you like a week to rebuild this son of a bitch. But so, so what's that got like three or 400 plays on it? Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's stern. They just, you know, Loctite, what's that? Who yeah. Cares? I mean, obviously you play your games, but this game, you just haven't had the time, right? You got this about what before the break for Christmas break, a couple think, months ago. Yeah. So, but uh, chunks. But you know, definitely the you know the the reassuring sound of you know parts dropping in the cabinet, <laughs> and you're like, why yeah. is why is why did my dino have a stroke? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty fun. much what it looked like. It's funny. Yeah, we were well. Bob, Bob was playing it, and it, it, you heard it drop. I don't want to take it's the like blame a pit for that. Dropping the thing in the cabinet, and you're like, and all of a sudden, a dino head's droopy and retarded. Everything's fine. And next thing, I got yeah, derpy, so. derpy dino. Derpy dino. <laughs> well, for <laughs> once, it didn't break because Bob picked it up and slammed it. Yeah, Just right, right, it on its own. Yeah, so. Uh, had to pull that out, and actually, it is serviceable. It's just you got to get to it and disconnect all. How the hard was it to pull it out of the game? Uh, it's not too bad. There's about six different connectors, but it is all connectors, so you don't have to cut wires. And uh, then there's four bolts that hold it on the backboard, and you can pull the the um, didn't seat, have to take the ramp, ramp off or anything. And- no, you don't have to take a lot out. So they they actually thought ahead that yeah this thing's gonna break every 400 plays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we know this is gonna break. So so yeah that, that was fun. So, but it's, it's so fixed. so along those lines, and I I think it is people give Stern a bad rap, and in some ways I think they deserve it. But having worked on two of our three different Stranger Things uh, lock posts, it is that is a serviceable mech. You know, you can pull, you can, you yeah. can unplug the coil. Sure. It's got it's what, cup- three or four screws and, yeah. then, and then one yeah. harness. I mean, it's not, it's not like you have to desolder coils or anything like that. I mean, it is, it, it, it is a 10 to 15 minute fix. Uh, now maybe that's to help them install faster or, or whatever, but, but either way, it's, it's pretty serviceable. In, in this case, I really appreciate they put connectors on all the wires because that yeah. saved a ton of time. You just disconnect and you can pull the mech out. Um, it's a complicated mech, though. It's, it was pretty impressive you know, looking at it on your bar and, the P- yeah. and looking through how it's set up. It's, it's uh, looking back at me. It's got a lot of stuff in it. It looks it looks pretty impressive. It looks well engineered. But like in your case, it was just it was just hardware that you know didn't have uh, nylon captive nuts. There was no like set screws. It was just metal on metal stuff that would work its way free. Yeah, and and I tightened everything up and put uh, the blue Loctite where it could fit. And oh, yeah. I think that's honestly oh, the yeah. fix. And if the factory had done it, it would be a non-issue. So, um, but you know, I, I'm I'm sure that is due for coil stops. I mean, 400 plays. It's got a, it's probably on its yeah. third it, set of coil stops. It, <laughs> as, as as many times as I've complained about Loctite not being on something like that, I've also complained about them using Loctite. So yeah, well, that's yeah. like the System right. Eleven era <laughs> games. Like any screw you try to or any post you try to take off immediately like, snaps. Oh, yeah, it's like really is it is it needed. So, to what yes. else you guys got? So, B- so BJ, what? I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm kind of pondering. I'm wondering, uh, you know, the, the use of connectors. Williams was pretty good with uh, with connectors on uh, drop targets and that sort of thing. Uh, thinking of Highway, Highway had this whole thing where every component was disconnectable so that the operator could just unscrew two screws, disconnect a plug, boom, replace the flipper max. Yeah. And I'm wondering if Stern well, took a little even, bit from that. Not even disconnectable. Right, but like almost uh, from like the Data East pop bumper kind of playbook, you can pull the whole mech out yeah. of the playfield. Drop it out, swap a new one in. Flippers. 
boom, operator, five minutes, you're done. Take it home, rebuild it on the bench. And I'm wondering if Stearns maybe uh, looking at that, thinking, well, maybe, maybe we. Maybe we've listened to our operators. Maybe not. I maybe. doubt. I doubt it's from the operators. It's probably more from the <laughs> home think, people because if they don't put price cards in their games oh, anymore, they're not thinking of us. I think true. the difference is, is that true, when you've true. gone to the node you board design, <laughs> you don't have the big one major harness like you used to have in the classic design before. Like you, they'd make this big harness, lay out the wire, cut it to the right length, and then they'd lay it on the play field and just you know quick solder all the things together. Now you have more and more sub-assemblies. All these things just go to different node boards. So they all have basically jumper wires. If you've been on the Stern Factory Tour, you know that there's a sub... No? Hmm. Hmm. Well, there's a sub-assembly line, right? They build all the sub-assemblies up front. So... It would make sense that they are plug and play. I didn't know they built subs. You've never, you've never done the. I haven't uh, gone to Expo. Like in the, you know, in the in the big period when I would travel for shows. Expo is in decline, and like you know, we have such great stuff. You know, in the days we have Papa and everything else around us. Like to me, there wasn't a big need to, like, oh, go to Expo and see this stuff. I mean, it's nice to see you know the the industry people and stuff like that. But I think we're we're pretty blessed in our area where I didn't need to. But like now lately, you know, been going to TPF the last few years, and uh, that that scratched the itch for me for the mega shows and. Certain factory, you know, it'd be nice to see, but you know, I've worked in those kind of factories. I've I've been there. My father in law ran a factory like that. So, you know, excellent all sab- same segue though. TPF. So we got TPF upcoming in uh, March. Toy Story. Mm. No, mm. maybe Guns and yeah, that, that might be MGC. You think maybe? I mean, like they yeah. did they did MGC for Wonka, right? They did. I think. I think, did they announce it at TPF? And no, no, it no, no, no. Because remember that was, that was the big scandal MCC. that that uh, Jersey Jack didn't show a game, and because they showed uh, Yellow Brick Road, and then everyone's like, Argh! and then in uh, and then it, you know MGC whatever three weeks later or whatever it was, and I think that ha- may have to do with the fact that Lawler's in the backyard there. You know, Wonka was a Lawler production. Obviously now he's the head of development or whatever, but his shop where it was probably Wonka was probably done in majority with him and ted in chicago or you know they're not chicago but the west of chicago um isn't toy story rumored to be a, a lawler game as well it is but i think uh, the rumor was that guns and roses is coming first which is supposed to be an eric yeah munier game so, eric m game quick quick rumor on that replacements multi-ball like i said last time <laughs> Uh, I, on Instagram, I follow Duff um, McKagan, McKeegan, the original bass player. McKagerator. Yeah. And I saw uh, that he was moving in a Guns N' Roses pinball somewhere, talking to somebody. It's, a, it's the older one. Right. And they were playing it, obviously. And he said, yeah, let's put this one here, and we'll put, put the other one right over here, like on this side. <laughs> oh. I don't know where they were. But Dude, that's some good... That's some good intel. If you go back to maybe about three or four days ago, uh, I don't know, sixth or seventh on Instagram, on on Duff's uh, Instagram, there's a little video. That's a oopie. It's a good slip. So so who's going to Texas Pinball Festival? Well, you for sure. I am. You taking the private jet? Taking (laughs) the uh, United flight. Oh, man. (laughs) If you're you're taking the Lear, I was going to maybe hop a ride. Well, all are welcome to join. I think uh, Flinibus is coming. Men. We're, I'm, a, I'm tentative. We're twisting knocker lovers. We need. Arm. We just need to like get his name on a ticket, on a flight to lock him I in. I don't have a space. I don't have a place to to stay. So. We're gonna sleep double stacked on top of Chris. 
<laughs> negative. We're gonna we're gonna have the uh, the sleeping room and the the functional party room. So we, we can, can have sl- a, we can all uh, sleep Flinibus style, like Allentown, <laughs> just stretch across the chair. Uh, human planking. Wait, I don't or, need a bed. Do Magfest style, pantless, face down planking between two beds. <laughs> I don't know who I'm that pretty was. sure my pants were on. I don't know. Oh, okay, so he's admitting that one. <laughs> well, there was Shows, he said shirt. pretty shit. I thought the mute button was on. Oops. Uh, maybe I can convince one of you guys to be my uh, TPF buddy. Yeah, it's a high likelihood. I'll be your TPF buddy, man. Yeah? Uh, maybe. Uh, Why not? Maybe. Non-committal. Give me a beer and I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> That's an actual. I'm literally hanging my glass you know, and I'm thinking about it. I mean, when you don't want that. I want. Uh, give me some flat solace. When you think about the uh, the environment, the you know the attitude, the people, it definitely fits the BJ Silverball's vibe. Uh, I know that. When is it? March twenty. It's like twenty sixth, twenty seventh, twenty eighth. I think. Hmm. And the you pretty much only have to take one day off work. Midwest Gaming Classic is the following week. Hmm. And that's a good show, too. I think the last two years, Stern has actually debuted their new game at the Midwest Gaming Classic and not at Texas Pinball Festival. I'll tell you this. On the next Pints and Pinballs podcast retrospective, I'll tell you if I went, but I'm leaning towards going. <laughs> hey, you know... Because Matt did, uh, in fact, hand me a full beer. We we could we could take all the rig down there and do do a lot, you know, just audio streams. In the middle of the hall. That's it. Just, 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 just uninvited. Stream. Set a table up and just start <laughs> broadcasting. Start broadcasting. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Gotta we, be careful of the equipment in the hallway, because I hear people steal coolers. Can we... <laughs> <laughs> Are they Canadian? I, did, I, did, uh, I didn't drop your game. <laughs> I did I did buy his pin side membership for a year at least. Oh, I'm really bad about that. <laughs> Was that Texas? No. Why are we having a flashback portion? <laughs> flashback, flashback. <laughs> I had a serious serious thought actually. Might go find that three two two one. <clears throat> Can we get press passes for TPF? <laughs> Good idea. Thank you. Yeah, I'll note it. I will be attending the five days of Deep Root right before TPF. Whoa! So that Ooh. definitely puts you in exclusive uh, hey, audience. Is uh, that where they they take you in a back room, give you a rub down and stuff? I mean, he did hold up one finger. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a Bob Craft kind of thing. No, it's a five days. Seriously, like, like, no, it's it's one day. It's it's a one day event. In they five are, days, they are launching. They are launching one or more of their machines, and it's a big, uh, a big deal. It's like a whole day event that they have. So, have it's, you gotten any more like since we've last talked on the topic? Have you gotten any more, uh, you know, news about it, insights? I mean, obviously they were offering travel for a lot of people. I'm not sure how many people could take that up on that, considering the timing of things. That was but, the J-pop. Uh, yeah, they, they were offering tra- travel for the people who. Uh, had the uh, Zidware fiasco impact them and who agreed to take the goodwill from uh, Deep Root in lieu of... So it's in, it's in San Antonio, right? So it's not it's, it's not in Frisco, not in Dallas. Sorry, like, are you getting in like a hotel room? Are you like, you know... So, so here's the nice thing. They're actually covering the hotel room. Um, and it's, I think, the Wednesday before TPF. So two days before TPF... Um, They've sent out a rough agenda. It's kind of like a whole day event. Um, they're going to have you know press and machines and factory tour and all that sort of stuff. So are you going to be able to like take video and like be our like you know Johnny on the spot like uh, 
He's going to be our exclusive reporter from there. He's going to send us all the intel. Much like BJ Silverballs will be telling everybody about whether or not he attended TPF, mm. I will be doing a retrospective. Nice. So we, we nice you know, we could, you could be like our re, you know, remote reporter. We should put our you on the calendar the now. I'll be the man on the street. We'll be pin, recording uh, Wednesday before TPF. Yeah, I'll take uh, any video they'll let me, and you know, I'll try to maybe grab a few people and do some impromptu interviews. Can I take one of these cool microphones with me? <laughs> we'll get you a portable rig. So yeah, I'm AKA looking, your iPhone, <laughs> a pickle rig. Yeah, so I'm oh. looking forward to that. And originally, when I uh, I trademarked that, don't don't even try to steal that. The pickle rig, pickle rig. I just I, trademarked that. When I requested my original credentials, um, I think I think uh, there was a spot on there to put a guest, or if I Plus bring, bring anything else, anyone else. Did you have to notate if you were pressed or not? No, I, I no, I sent them a note. I said exactly who I am, what I do, that we operate games, that we got a bunch of locations that were interested in buying deep root games, and it's all true. And interested, Lear Jets. Interested in seeing, uh, interested in seeing what they got going on. So and they approved. So, so deep cool. root obviously is going to reveal at least something. One game, Raza presumably is going to be shipping. Whatever it's not the really plus a reveal though, right? I mean, well, yeah. Already... Okay, so let's say let's say launch. Okay. So the earlier stuff would say, well, it was a preview. Let's say call it a launch. Uh, maybe other stuff. Probably not likely. Um, who else? So we think Stern is uh, may hold the MGC. Uh, Teenage and, Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles yeah. is the rumor. So we think that's on deck. So, but your bet on Guns and Roses is not high pro- uh, possibility for TPF. Is is TPF going to get skunked again this year with no? Uh, no, I mean, they'll, they'll have uh, hopefully Hot Wheels for I, American Pinball. I'm going to go out on a total limb and say, I think that um, that the Alien uh, remake remake is going to be one well, yeah, or uh, alien re- uh, but new the new run yeah the 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 pinball brothers i guess version of alien domestic run. right I, th- I think will be launched that's my that's my speculation is it going to be wide body i don't think it will be i think you it'll think be, be a standard, standard body body yeah priced priced aggressively it, or priced boutique yeah i don't i don't know the, the linchpin for me is is i think the intel is that that they're they're partnering with cgc to do this that's that's total so, speculation so, but they're having a hard time getting any monster bashes out the door, mm. and so I wonder how so, real but, that but is. But there was also this why. week. There was also this noise this week about, um, and I didn't follow it closely, but you know, I guess Franchi was on some show, and he talked, and he, Back you know, to the he, no, no, it was Camico. That's right, Camico supposedly yeah. dropped a hint about CGC doing a, a non-remake title. Yeah. So is that? Could was be. that I didn't listen to it. Was Could that the, was what did anyone hear what that hint was or was, what he supposedly uh, he said something about like Doc Brown or whatever and oh oops I shouldn't have said that. No, right? no, but I thought that was two things. I thought that was he mentioned I thought it would beats back to the future, but then yeah. I thought CGC think CGC yeah. was something else. But oh, maybe, knows? Maybe. I don't know. They they I I didn't even yeah. bother following up because they said they edited the show and I didn't yeah. uh go back mm-hmm. and listen. I don't follow all this shit in real time. Yeah, Back to the Future would be awesome, though. And they were would be. dropping some serious hints about that. Yeah, I, I know there's two instant buys on this podcast. You and me, for sure. Yeah. So we think American Pinball will be there. At least possibly four of us will be there. I'm going um, with five. So, so the fifth person, I guess, is Ken. Ken's the fifth person going. Yeah, Ken, yeah. you're going to go, right? That's fantastic. I'll be sleeping on an air mattress. Well, <laughs> every hand needs a thumb. <laughs> 
Well, we got we we well. I think between the five of us right now, we have one room booked. Yeah. So I think uh, a couple more rooms need to be booked. So that room's gonna smell. <laughs> but I bet you they do room delivery for one hundred fifty dollars bottles of James. James. Uh, Jack I'm switching Daniels. it up. I gotta go. It's almost like you were the one drinking the pear concoction and not me and BJ. Could have been. Yikes. Get him on his home turf. All right. So, emails. Email podcast at pintsandpinball.com. We have an email from uh, Brian. Thank you for sending an email. It says, Hey guys, love the podcast. Really entertaining on my commute. My question I have bought games before from Facebook and Craigslist and a few on Pinside. But where do you guys get your new games from? I got the perfect answer. I buy them from Chris. I buy them. They get 50 plays on them. They usually break it's after 100 oh, plays. Geez. He that's gives me a $300 Ellie's. discount. Stern Ellie's yeah. discount 300 yeah. Yeah. Now, now, first of all, those aren't new in box. They're, they're new out of box. Okay? Yeah, it's about the same. Second of all, some of them have as many as 100 plays on them. Mm-hmm. No, I've got, and, and third of all, you're getting a, a much bigger discount than 300 bucks on them. I've got this question before. Some of the uh, I'm surprised, right? Because there's people that come up and play games on location. They say, hey, I've got... I bought, you know, whatever, a game from a friend or a game, whatever, from one of these sites. I had one growing up. Yeah. How do I get a new, how do I get one of these? But, so. but here's the thing, though. I mean, you get an LE and it's got the number plate removed. Do you know if it's legit? <laughs> Inside baseball. <laughs> Inside baseball. That, okay. That only applies so, if you throw away yeah, the we'll number come plate. Back to that well, one, no, but. I'm always surprised, like, on location when people come up and ask that question and they, they own a game or they've yeah. had a game forever. They have, they've never heard of pin side. They don't know, yeah, yeah. you know, they have no idea about going about or about, yeah. you know, buying brand new games. And, so. and it's deceiving if you look on online because of it's the, hard to figure out who a distributor is and stuff like that. I mean, Stern does a horrible job worth, of that. Yeah, not even just that, right? But but because of the kind of mandate that they can't advertise pricing below MSRP online or through email, right? You, you don't really know what what the true street price is on a lot of this stuff unless you're inside. Yeah, you have you have Stern Pros being advertised for sixty one ninety nine, right? You know, that Ooh. sort of thing. Yeah. Whoa, what a deal. Yeah. So I think, um, well, first I would say for American Pinball, Spooky, CGC, JJP, kind of multimorphic, basically anything but a Stern game, we go through. We go through uh, Pinball Star. Yeah. Joe Newhart, great company, great customer service. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, Joe's a good I guy. I got my Wonka from him. Yep. Chris has bought, I think. I got my R&M from him. From I think I literally Joe. have. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, and, every single and, one except and, the very first one. And American. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. So, uh, if only you'd bought two. But he's a great guy. <laughs> yeah. You get a yeah, lower he's number. He's a good guy. He's a really good guy. He's helped us out a lot. And, um,. For Stern Games, I've actually gone through a few different distributors, but I, um, I'm a rep, <laughs> and I, I think we we have really? really we have yeah we have really competitive pricing. So uh, you could email us. We've we work with a variety of other distributors. Um, Trent at uh, Tilt Amusements. Um, I don't know if you have any anyone else. You JJ out in JJ, uh, Game Exchange. Denver, yeah, Game Exchange. JJ and Game in uh, out in Colorado. Game Exchange hosts the. Uh, a lot of those uh, conference kind of hotel room parties and Plus, stuff. Plus, dude rages and comes to MAGFest on the East Coast, which yeah, is pretty freaking yeah. cool for a vendor to roll back well, and, and, two time zones. And he's he's an op- an experienced operator who has, at least from my perspective, kind of opened the, opened the kimono a little bit and helped right. uh, a lot of us newer operators out, uh, which is pretty cool. So um, definitely want to support him how we can, but... So never rule of thumb is never gamble on pinball with Trent 
Uh, and uh, you can have a beer with JJ. Yeah. Because Trent will beat you, and uh, JJ will <laughs> probably give you a good price. Maybe Trent will, too. Well, isn't yeah. Trent like a, a top 25 player in the world kind of guy? Well, like top 10. Top yeah. 10. Yeah, so. <laughs> You're going to lose. <laughs> I know I've got my uh, Stern remake on order with you, so. Oh, good. We're good. good. What's a Stern remake? Yeah, it's the new Stern. It, that's it's the same Stern with new coil stops. <laughs> Would you take Trent to like stars and be like, if I beat you in one game of stars, I get your price, and if I lose, I have to pay like MSRP? Yeah. I would totally take Trent on a game of stars, but not Ghostbusters necessarily. Yeah. So, yeah. So, good question. Uh, yeah, but if, if you guys. Yeah, I'm sorry, Matt. Uh, new Stern, they can certainly reach out to us at the email address. Yep, at uh, podcast at pintsandpinball.com. Or a couple of those triggers we mentioned. And then uh, for everything else, uh, we like Joe Newhart at Pinball yeah. Star. Yeah, I think he's sales at pinballstar.com. Yep. Um, he's got a website. You can Google yeah. him. Yep. Plus, if, if any, uh, and this is a really small segment of the population, but if anybody has any alien questions, you can email Maverick at pintsandpinballs.com. He'll be more than happy to answer any of those he will, questions. He's also on the on pin side, Jeez. fighting yeah. a good fight. Yeah. Teaching Maverick. everyone how to make custom uh, uh, alien head harnesses. Oh, your head, you, no, 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 no. Your head doesn't wiggle? Now. I know how to help that. I can make that happen. Uh. Hey, Brian, Brian, thanks for your email. Uh, for yeah. that, we're going to send you a uh, pints and pinball koozie and some other swag. We love you. And uh, you'll uh, you send us an email. What is it? Podcast at pintsandpinball.com. That's right. And uh, we'll send you some junk. Lines are open now. We Please will call. absolutely read it on the air. You might not like the answer, <laughs> but we will have fun reading it and we will respond as long as it's intelligible. These koozies are great. So, with that, They're I think we're done. Can shaped. Thanks for listening. See you next time. TPF, here we come. Pinball and beer. They were just meant to go together.